Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go Inside the Coach's Headset. Today we are talking to one of the best female or ladies basketball players that have come out of the Upper Cumberland here recently. She's uh, a recent graduate of Stone Memorial High School. Emma Caps. Emma, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about you and, and because um, you've recently graduated high school, you're getting into uh, college ball now at Gardner-Webb. And uh, but but before we get into that, I want to talk about how you got into basketball and 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 what has driven you and what has pushed you to kind of stay and really excel in that sport. Um, basketball is just one of those things that kind of fell in my lap. My mom and dad both played in college. My mom played at MTSU and my dad played at Rome State. And my dad coaches um, at the high school level, so. I went to my. I was told that I went to my first game when I was three days old. So it was one of those things that just kind of fell in my lap. And when I was old enough to start playing, I started playing as soon as I could, starting it upward and then school ball. And uh, it just kind of I fell in love with it ever since. It was just one of those things I just fell in love with the game. And you know, your game being a post player, um, you know, there's a lot of of perimeter shooting going on now in the game. Uh, a lot of girls that are that are you know they can hit it from the parking lot. How did you really kind of understand what what your role is? And knowing, yeah, you can hit you can hit a three ball. You you can you can shoot out there, but because of your height and your overall size, uh, kind of understanding you've got a, a little bit different role within the game than someone who's. Uh, a, a guard or, or a point guard? Yeah, um, that was just one of those things. I I would just always do what the defense was telling me to do. If they would put a if they would put a smaller person on me, I would take them to the paint. If they would put a bigger person on me, I would try to take them outside, or I may even take them in the paint. And it also just depended on what my team needed me to do at that time. If my team needed a post, that's where I went. If they needed a shooter out on the floor, that's what I did. So it's kind of one of those things that it was the defense and just where my team needed me to be at the time. And I've talked to a lot of girls uh, that, that are here in the Upper Cumberland, and uh, I've talked to Gracie Dodgen, and and I've even recently, within the last month or so, uh, had a conversation with uh, Coach Kelly Harper of, of the University of Tennessee, and, and she's from the Upper Cumberland area as well. But all of them seem to be very driven on self-motivating, getting in the gym, doing your practice, ball handling skills, all those types of things. Uh, how do you feel about it, and where do you really push yourself in order to get better? Yeah, I mean, it's really just getting in the gym. Like, it's thousands of reps over and over and over again. It's spending your time in the gym. It's before practice, after practice, before school. That's just one of the things that me and my parents have always been so supportive about and pushed me to do it if you want to ever since I was a little girl I would always say I want to be a division one college athlete that was my goal that's what I wanted to do and my parents were always so hopeful they're like if you're if you want to do that this is you got to be in the gym and that's something that I just I really fell in love with was 
being in the gym, getting up, getting in the work. So that was really cool that, and having parents that have played in college and mom playing at the division one level, that was just something that she, she had done before. So she knew how to help me in that. And that was so cool that I got to do that and have their help along the way. And when she got into high school, um, you know, high school girls basketball here in the upper Cumberland is very, very competitive. And it really doesn't matter what classification that you're talking about, single A, double A, triple A, uh, competition is tough. And, you know, Stone Memorial, especially with Coach Buck, uh, has really raised the bar and kind of set the standard for everybody to kind of shoot at. Uh, how do you feel being a player and now a former player? It's probably weird for you to hear that, but um, yeah. um, how do you feel about, you know, playing in this area and the competition that you had to go up against uh, every game? Yeah, and the Upper Cumberland is full of good girls basketball. I mean, every night you're playing good competition. Our region is good. I mean, our district is good competition. So we're going up against people. Our CCHS, good competition. So everywhere we go that's a close drive, we're getting good, solid competition. We're getting better. We're getting something out of that game that night. And I think that's so cool that we don't even have to travel a long way to get that. It's literally right in our backyard. We have that so close to us that we have the opportunity to get better without even having to drive a long ways to get it. And especially this year, and unfortunately it got cut short because I, I really believe that, that you guys were kind of set up and poised to um, take a state championship home this year. Uh, you obviously had a, had a target on your back because you were one of the very best teams in the state this year. Uh, how did it feel not only to have a team like that and especially you being a huge part of it, uh, but also be the team that everybody's kind of gunning for? It was it was a definitely a cool experience. I mean, we you knew every night when you went out and put that jersey on that you were going to get the other team's best. That they were going to come at you and they were going to try to they were going to give everything they had. And it didn't matter. So we knew that we had to be on every night and that we had to be ready to go and expecting the other team's best. And it was just it was a cool experience. And we had to, and we knew that every night we were going into battle. And that I think that was such a big reason is why our team got so close. We were so close. And it was we knew that we had to have each other's backs in order to go into each game and give it our all and be the best that we could be. So that was just a really cool experience getting to be one of the best teams in the state. And I, I, that was just awesome that we got to get so close in that. And, and you know, obviously this has kind of been a buildup, you know, you being having a senior year like you have and, and some of your teammates who were also seniors on that team, um, you knew going into the season this was the season, not not just your last season, but, hey, if we're going to do this, this is a year for us to do it. What kind of direction did you get from Coach Mike Buck uh, as far as that goes? And just how did he pre- how did he prepare you for your mindset in getting into the season, knowing that those were the expectations? I mean, it started out in conditioning. When conditioning was hard, that was our reminder. He was like, if you want to go win that gold ball, it starts here. And on days that we were all like, oh, we don't want to do the track today, 
that was our reminder. If you want to win the gold ball, it starts here. It starts today. It starts three months before the season even starts or whenever, however many months. But if you want to win that gold ball, it starts now. And that was kind of cool because it, that was that's how he prepared us. And that's I think that was really all we needed to hear was if we do this, if we prepare this way, then we have a shot at going to win the state tournament. And I think that's really all our team needed to hear was that we have a good shot at going to win it. And, you know, knowing uh, because a lot of these girls, or, or at least some of these girls, you play AAU ball with. You're, you're on the yeah. same team, but yet you're on a different team when it comes to high school basketball. Um, they know how to play you. They know, you know, some of the things that they can attack, just like you know some of the things that you can attack against them. Uh, it's kind of a chess match inside of a game itself. How did you approach that? And, and, how did you know that you know? Hey, some of these girls they're they're gonna they're gonna come at me in a certain way because they think that they can be successful. How, how did you kind of deal with some of those things versus just someone that's never seen you before? Um, yeah, it's definitely it was definitely a different experience, but it was a cool experience getting to play some of my friends from travel ball. But it's just one of those things you have to beat the scouting report and you have to adjust knowing that if I the spin move was always the move that I, I would do it a lot and that was one of those things I'm not going to have that every night because I've showed it so many times in travel ball and in high school season that I have to be prepared that I can't make that move every time and it was one of those things you just you, you were really just trying to beat the scouting report whether you played against them or in district play played against them or not there was film and they knew what you were going to do and they knew your tendencies so it was really just working on counter moves and beating the scouting report whenever you could. We're talking with Emma Caps. She is a recent graduate of Stone Memorial High School and a standout in the basketball program. Uh, right here on Inside the Coach's Headset, I'm your host, Amos Rogan. We're brought to you by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Go see Tony at 425 East Broad Street in Cookville or give him a call at 526-7879. Uh, Emma, kind of you were in a interesting dynamic inside of stone memorial because your dad is the high school boy uh, boys coach there and he and coach buck share an office inside the school and you you playing for coach buck and then your dad being on the other side being in the boys but sharing the same office you had to be a topic of conversation quite a bit inside that office. What insight did you kind of get from that, and and, uh, did you feel any additional pressure because of it? No, I never felt any additional pressure from it just because my dad dad and Coach Buck, they'd coached together before Coach Buck took the girls and Dad took the boys. They coached together when Coach Buck was the head boys coach. So it wasn't – I never felt any additional pressure knowing that my dad was in the office or that he was there just because he was always there. He coached me in elementary school and the middle school years. So having him there, it was never really – it never really added any pressure. And I'm sure I was definitely talked about in the office, but I never really got much back on the conversations because that was kind of one of those – it was a coaching thing. That was their – in their office. So I – the scheme of a game, if it was about a scheme or something, I would hear it in practice for a scouting report or something like that. 
and tell us a little bit about how um because we've had coach buck here on the show before and everything that i've ever seen him and i've seen i've seen you play a lot whether you realize it or not i've seen coach buck coach a lot um he seems to be pretty even killed uh he doesn't get up he doesn't get down uh even when it's a tight ball game um there's always seen he always seems to be on a level playing field tell us about playing for mike buck and and what you get out of him um you definitely get the same thing all the time unless i mean like there's obviously going to be times no coach can ever be even kill all the time that just can't happen i feel like you're not going to get what you need to get out of your team so there's definitely times in practice where it's not where he's not like that where he definitely has to get after us but that's what we need at that time so it's you definitely know what you're going to get, but you also have to be prepared that if we're having a really bad practice that we're going to get our butts chewed. So that's kind of one of those things you have to be prepared in, knowing if we do what we need to do, then we'll, we will get the even kill what we always get. But when we're not doing what we need to do, we better be ready for what's coming at us. And he always seems to um... – I don't know the, his level. The way that he encourages you all uh, from the sideline, um, I always say, you know, you, you've got the guys who you can hear from the parking lot hollering and at their players, hollering at the refs, and then you got the other guys who just kind of can just give that look uh, or just say just a few words to get that message across. I kind of feel like Coach Buck is a little bit more of that rather than the guy who's going to slam on the chairs and and holler and all that kind of stuff. Um, what is some of the things that when you knew um, some improvements needed to be done during the game or, you know, you're coming off the floor on a timeout and he's given that look, um, what is kind of the, the, the sentiment of the team? Uh, can you read his mind or, or do you really need to hear what he's, what he has to say in some of those situations? Oh, no, I think we all knew the look. There, we when we got the look, we were all kind of like, "All right, let's get it together." We don't, and it that that was kind of when you saw the look, you didn't want it to be more than a look. You didn't want it to be get chewed out at the next time out. So that was kind of our like as a team, we knew okay, and it, it was never spoken, but it was just one of those things like we all kind of knew. Let's get it together before this becomes more than a look. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and. We'll kind of move on after this question, but I always like asking coaches, you know, what do you hope? If if you asked any player that's ever came through your program, uh, what do you hope your players will say about you that they either took from you, learned from you, um, learned what not to do maybe, you know, that, that sort of thing? Uh, what did you take from being – under Coach Buck as far as being a player within his program? Um, Just honestly to come prepared every day, be ready for practice every day. And that's one of those things in life too. I mean, you have to come into work every day, whether you're feeling like it or not. You have to be ready every day. And that was one of those things we had. There would be practices and we would come in and we weren't prepared. We weren't ready. We were kind of starting out slow. And that was one, and I just that kind of stuck with me. Like in life, I, if I don't feel like getting up for work, too bad you have to. So it's kind of like one of those things that you just 
be ready when you need to be ready. Um, you've moved on from Stone Memorial now, just recently graduated and, and um, signed up with Gardner-Webb University. Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, Gardner-Webb and, and what made you decide to go there. Um, yes, I, I chose Gardner-Webb basically because it felt like a, just a big community here. It was like a big family. And uh, on my when I came on my official visit, it was just kind of like, yeah, this is where I'm supposed to be. The, uh, I love all the coaches. The Now that I've been here, my teammates are great. And it's just kind of one of those things where it felt like home and it felt like where I needed to be. Uh, tell us who else was uh, recruiting you to, to – to go to college and play for them? Um, I had offers. The My recruiting experience was definitely different than probably most. I, I was committed to a different school my sophomore year. And then I there was a coaching change, so I decommitted. Then coming out of that, I had to start the recruiting process all over again, which was very – it was a very different experience. But – the second time around, I ended up having offers from Gardner-Webb, Bellarmine University, and um, University of Alabama-Huntsville were my three offers. And I had interest from a couple of other schools. That's awesome. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you want to play, you know, college basketball and everything, but, but what are you going to Gardner-Webb to major in? I'm going to major in exercise science pre-professional focus cool so what are you kind of hoping after um after basketball what are what are you looking forward to to doing um as far as an occupation goes um i want to go to med school after i leave gardner web hopefully and i want to be a pediatrician cool that's awesome um that's wow that that is cool uh i do you have any hopes of kind of uh, carrying on the tradition of being a coach somewhere some at some point? As of right now, I don't. That I don't. I don't foresee myself being a coach in the future. <laughs> How come? You got to tell me why. Um, I it just I don't feel like that's me. That's not something that I've. I, that's not just something I've ever felt a passion for, and I don't want to put myself in something that I don't feel a passion for just because that's what my dad did but i i do love the game of basketball and i hope to be around sports but i don't ever foresee myself coaching a team well, that's cool then that's fair enough that's uh, coaching isn't for everybody uh that's for sure but i think in a lot of cases uh the, the game sometimes can pull you back in uh to get you to uh, uh contribute in some way just because you took so much from it wouldn't you agree Yes, I would definitely agree. I know I'm definitely still going to want to be around sports in some capacity, and I'll want to do something, but I, just being the head of a team and coaching, that's probably not where I'll be giving back to sports. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, kind of tell us a little bit because of, of coronavirus and the concerns and everything that's going on with that. Kind of what are you doing right now to kind of get yourself prepared uh, for the upcoming season? Um, well, right now I'm currently at Gardner-Webb. We moved in uh, th- two or three weeks ago. And so, I mean, we're we're doing weight room workouts here, and I'm trying to get in the gym whenever I can. 
and stay in shape and uh, just be prepared because I want to be ready when season gets here. So it's just like one of those things. We can't have basketball workouts with our coaches, so it's one of those things you have to just hold yourself accountable, go to the gym, and get in the work you need to get done. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's it's pretty difficult, especially uh, as an incoming freshman. Uh, your experience and, and, and your thoughts about coming in um, to a new program that, that, that you wanted to be a part of and everything, and now uh, because of all this, the, uh, the coaches aren't there, the, the, the normal protocol of things and the routines that are normally set into place uh, aren't there just basically because of of the concerns of of COVID nineteen and all that sort of thing. Um, what is it? You know, what has changed in terms of uh, your basketball workouts that you've had in high school that you did yourself? Uh, what's the difference between what you're doing there and what you're doing now? Um, now I'm just working out with some college girls here, so it's definitely just we're going at a faster pace. We're going, um, we're, we're just going at a faster pace doing different things. And that's one thing that I know I'm going to have to get used to is just every time you go up a level, the pace gets faster. So that's one thing I know I'm going to have to get better at. Well, uh, you certainly were a standout at Stone Memorial and and just a standout of, of a basketball player in the upper Cumberland boys or girls. You, Everybody knew who Emma Caps was and, and is, and uh, I think that you definitely set a standard there at Stone Memorial that a lot of other girls are going to uh, have to uh, emulate and shoot for. So uh hope that you do the absolute best that you possibly can there at Gardner-Webb. We're all very, very proud of you, and we'll be watching you and rooting for you and everything, and, and uh Hope you have a, just a absolutely great time and, and hope really God gives you some, some big opportunities and some blessings while you're there. Well, thank you. Uh, you've been listening to Inside the Coach's Headset. Our guest has been Emma Caps uh, from Stone Memorial High School and now Gardner-Webb University. Uh, I'm your host, Amos Rogan, and you, we have been brought to you by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Uh, You've been listening to the podcast on ucsportsnation.com, your one-stop shop for all high school sports right here in the Upper Cumberland. Again, thanks so much for listening. We hope to uh, talk to you soon, and we will see you and talk to you next time. Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go inside the coach's headset.